Well, big, uh, big deal for the MLS yesterday. Seattle Sounders becoming the first club to win the uh, CONCACAF Champions League in MLS history. How about that? Up the boys in Rave Green. I was, I was thinking about wearing the kit here. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. Yeah, you probably would have got clowned. Hey, yeah, probably. That's why I stuck with the Marseille kit. Yeah, I was going to say, big ups for the Marseille kit, though. They got, they got knocked out of the Europa League today, so. Their hey, conference hey, leaders, everyone is. West Ham, yeah. up the hammers. Had a way to uh, fall to Frankfurt to eliminate you guys from knocking us out of Champions League spots. Now we're. Uh, How do we knock you out of Champions no, League spots? West Ham. Oh, hurt, hurt, hurt. I said, up the hammers because they lost. Yeah. yeah. Well, then you said. Because. Found they, a way to let you not. I don't know. We're anyway. just going to move on. Yeah. Um. The uh, away kit's always a solid move too. I love that. Yeah. I love that kit. I still gotta get it. I'm uh, I'm slacking on that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I I got some payment issues with it apparently. So. Well, eh, it happens. Don't make them 130 dollars. Maybe that doesn't happen. Wait, didn't you get yours already? Yeah. He's just having issues making his payments on it. I changed cards. So yeah, it's a long then? story. They come I don't and know. take it. Depot <laughs> <laughs> your jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I've had, I had, what when I lost my wallet, I had to get a new card, um, and then I just haven't changed the card. So they're like, payments not going through. I'm like, ah, well, I'll change it at some point. Just deal with it. But here we are. So yeah, well, yeah. I uh, didn't come pre- prepared with my kit today, but I Tough. had to rep some of the Tin Roof gear. Shout out to Tin Roof for the uh, new cups that they uh, hooked us up with. Appreciate you guys. Um, Speaking of Tin Roof, that's where we're all going to be on Saturday. And that's where all you guys should be, too. Mm-hmm. Um, the boys head north of the border to take on Montreal. And we will head down to iDrive and take over the green room over there in Tin Roof. And it's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. $3 Hondas. We actually got the price on El Jimenor dropped to $5. Now. There we go. Hurt. So $5 El Jimenor and $0 entry. So, free entry, come on in, come have a good time with us as we take on Montreal, man. I mean, they've been they've been solid. They've yeah. found their form, as you said before, and they've looked good. They, um, what is it, their last five, I gotta look at this. It's, all wins and a draw? Yeah, all wins and a draw, and the draw coming at, at um, Philadelphia. Yeah. So... They, uh, they line up in the 3-4-2-1 uh, quite often. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mihailovic is their, yeah, star their man. man. Their he's man. been good. Um, he's their top-rated player. He's their leader in scoring. He's their leader in assists. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's what's making it go around for them right now. Um, they're a very possession-heavy team. Uh, even in the game against Atlanta, where they only managed, I think it was like 37% possession, they still ended up coming out on top. I'm looking at it right here. I got you. Heard. You don't have to exit out of which That's Yeah, Atlanta, 38, 38%. Yeah, I, I mean, Atlanta, but still, like, Atlanta went to Montreal, had more possession than them, and... I'm talking about this game. No, that's... Look at the date on that. I'm, so, I'm trying to find this one. I got <laughs> yeah, you. I got last you. Last week. It's all right. Yeah. Is it? So, we're going to go there and try to dominate possession, you yeah? know? No, they're going to try to – they're going to they're – they're a possession team. They're a short passing team. They build from the back. They have that 3-4-2-1, so they allow their, their 
wingbacks to get a little more advanced up the field. They attack through the left side and the right side. They do come through the middle, and they did score a goal against Atlanta through the middle. But they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna sit high, establish a high line, and hold possession. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure yeah. that it is those two. Wanyama. Yeah. Wanyama's out with the yellow card. Kone. Yeah. Kone. So they're two central uh, midfielders. One, two, three. Wait. Yeah. One, two, three. Yellow cards. Four yellow card. Five in that yep. match. So. so they're missing their two central midfielders. Both, I'm guessing they both started what? How many matches? Nine. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and then Wanyama's up. I'm pretty sure he's obviously a starter. Um, yeah, nine matches. So we're gonna be missing Robin. Mm-hmm. We're probably gonna. We can get into the formation a little bit later, but Thomas Williams will most likely be making his first MLS start um, alongside. Cool. Schlegel and or another center back or just uh, Schlegel and a two back. Mm-hmm. So we both have yellow card problems and uh, could make it out to be a little bit more uh, sloppy game, I guess you could say, because you're seeing less quality on the pitch. Uh, so we could see some things that we don't expect. Yeah, I can definitely get behind that. Um, I really, we we need to play through the middle of the field, I feel like, this game, especially with both of their central midfielders being out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not always our strong suit, per se. So, and, you know, against a three-back, you would obviously expect your striker to, uh, to have a, a game himself, too, you know, being that, that guy, that outlet in the middle of the field where he should have that one-on-one matchup most mm-hmm. of the time. But um, we haven't seen much of Kara in the past two games. He hasn't been as involved, which is, you know, is worrisome. But I'm not going to freak out yet, obviously. None of us should. No. But, yeah, um, I agree with you. It's going to be quite interesting to see how this game unfolds. It. You know, people. It's two top teams. If you, if you're in reality, you know what I mean. It can go either way. Currently third and fourth in the East, so Montreal has literally went from, I think they lost their first four, mm-hmm. then drew two, so only two points. If I'm um, one or two points in their first, in their first five, five or six games, um, to then now be at 14 points in fourth place in the East, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty impressive, especially with some important points on the road. Um, but let's just hope that we can now get some important points on the road because this will now be the second match in three where we're playing the team right behind us in the table, mm-hmm. which are games that you have to win to get those higher seeds uh, in the playoffs towards the end of the season. I just... I We can't really drop important three points again. It's, yeah, it's on the road. It's tough. If we get a point out of it, yeah, not bad. But three points would be very, very ideal. To be fair from for this team... We're undefeated on the road still. I know we only had, what, three away games, maybe? Yeah, I think two or three. It's either two or three, but we're undefeated. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, we play play Mm -hmm. very good on the road. And it's probably more than three. There's no way. Uh, So we drew at Chicago, won at Galaxy, drew in Portland, won at Columbus. Five. In the four. Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's four. That's this is home. This is home. Yeah, one, two, three, four. 
Yeah. All right, so we're, we're good on the road, and hopefully we just – I would be happy with the point in this game, honestly. I mean, they're right behind us in the table. We take a point. We're denying them points to go ahead of us, and we stay undefeated on the road. And we have the next, what, three – Three games after this on the road too, or is it two? Yeah, the, the, the next month is on the road. I don't think we play another home game until um, the 29th of this month. Yeah, no. So the 29th, yeah, so league wise, the games. very end of the month. Um, Three. We obviously, you know, we have the open cup match here, but mm-hmm. it's league wise, we're not playing another home game until the last week of the month. So yeah, we just had three at home in a row. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, counting the open cup, so two. Uh, league games at home in a row. Yeah. And so I mean, three away isn't a terrible stretch. Then you come back and play Dallas, mm-hmm. and you go right back on the road to New England. So oh, we are bouncing all over the place for a while. Yeah, after it's going to be it's going to be that way, especially with Nashville um, Stadium not being open at the beginning of the season. The first, mm-hmm. Having to play their first ten weeks on the road, they're going to have ten games at the end of the season that they need to host. So were they ten on the road, or were they just no? Were yeah. they still playing at Nissan Stadium? No, they're they're ten, 10 on the road. road. Ooh, oh, they, all uh, right. They took their Heard. early road schedule to be able to play the late home games. So. That's yeah. I would have taken that. Yeah, I mean it's it's benefited every team that's done it. So, mm-hmm. um, I think we're gonna cut real quick before the camera, and we'll keep talking about that point that you uh, brought up, Bryce, because I have something that I want to add to it. Uh, Oscar, as always, we'll just get started with. Your thoughts uh, ahead of this matchup, traveling north to face a uh, Montreal team that is uh, in a hot run of form right now. We do respect them a lot. They're, they're a good team that had a, a good good coaching there too. And um, and I see a model very clear and the way they do the things. Um, so we, we have been preparing the week with a lot of expectations and a lot of positivism, like always. Yeah, so um, like you were saying about we've found some form on the road, um, that's a big part of being a title contending team and not just a good team is being able to win tough games on the road. And another part of that is being able to win games that are ugly mm-hmm. and that things don't always go your game. You're, you're not at your best. You're, things aren't going your way. That was the Charlotte game, in my opinion. You know what I mean? That was a very ugly three points. Yeah, definitely wasn't the most beautiful game. Uh, kind of had to grind it out at the end. We went defensive. And, of course, that's never going to be pretty for any team that goes and just parks the bus. Um, usually, probably four, four or five years ago, we would have seen a goal go in, and it's just a 2-2 draw home. Mm. But... Now we kind of have a little bit of depth, a coach that's pretty competent and knows what to do when. So like we say all the time, like we hate when we go park the bus when we're when we're only one up. But this season, even much of last season, I don't remember any late goals actually going in. Yeah, I mean, that's that's true. I don't think we have had those like heartbreaking goals late in mm-hmm. games at late last year. Um, I've been very vocal critic of Poppy. You know what I mean? Like, i not saying that I hate him by any means. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I want him out of the club. But when he when he makes mistakes, I, I will say it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, you guys haven't heard me say anything about him this year because all my previous gripes about him seemingly have been started to be answered. You know what I mean? Oh, we play a different midfield combo every single every single game, a different three, different three, different three. We've seen the same, you know, we've seen the same first choice 11, per se, all season. Yep. Slotting in and out, people that need rest, people that have dropped in form, this, that, and the third. He wouldn't make subs until it was too late. I think it's been like five times this season. We've seen subs before the 70th minute, and I think it's twice already this year. We've seen him come out at half with different yeah. subs. You yep. know what I mean? Like. It used to be 80th minute before we saw him doing anything, and it's like, well, what are you going to do bringing Sylvester on in the 85th when we're down 2-0? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was always his weakness. He, he'd always make subs late, but coming into this season, we're so, we might finally be seeing him <clears throat> try to change his ways in which if he sees something going wrong early in the game – He'll try to fix it earlier. So, it's good to see him being a manager. You know what I mean in all aspects of the game. I mean, we we play a very intelligent style of football. You know what I mean because we're not we don't have one tactic. We go out there week in and week out and play. We we will go out there and adapt our way of playing to our opponent. You know what I mean. The, the, the basics stay the same. We want we want to play triangularly, or you know what I mean. We want to keep the triangle. We want to outnumber the opponent. Basics of football, it seems like, but we mm-hmm. don't see a lot of teams do it effectively. Now, whether that means we go down the wings or we build through the midfield or even long ball up top, we we always yeah. seem to do that. Overlapping runs, people in rotation, like we always like if someone, let's just say Mo has a ball. And he's just kind of dribbling up the field, not like at pace, but he's just trying to look for someone to find. Mm-hmm. There's almost always someone coming down the sideline, trying to get into that space, either make room for him, uh, find a good passing lane, or just distract the defender to where he can do something else. And I think we can do that decently well, but then the final product is not always there. It's not always there, and I feel like that's the most, the thing that we need to work on the most, for sure. Um, I was watching a documentary on Barcelona. And Thierry Henry was talking about playing there was the most frustrating thing, but the most satisfying thing. Mm -hmm. Because you constantly have to make that run as that winger inside to create the space. Every single time that you you have to make it. You're going to receive the ball 15% of the time. But you got to make the run every time. And if you don't, Pep was pulling you out. I feel like that's our our fullbacks in this in this game right now you know especially Joao he's got to he's got to make that run to create that space for Facundo to be able to receive the ball yep but he's only receiving the ball on the corner of that box maybe 20% of the time so it's right. discipline it's what it's come down to and i think this is the most disciplined team we've seen in Orlando City in a very except for Robin Robin is disciplined <laughs> as a player but mental discipline but he's got a little just, bit of work to do. <laughs> what else do you expect from a Swedish, what was it, horseshoe maker? Yep. Horseshoe maker. Horseshoe, yeah. Um, you kind of talked about that underlap with Barcelona. With Wanyama and Kone being out, do we see a little bit more space in the middle for us to play through the middle? You said earlier we don't really play through the middle that much also. Um, but with their two midfielders being out, 
why not? Yeah. I mean, we've... I've been thinking about it earlier on the preview post, or the preview episode, I was talking about, like, how we're going to come out and play a three-back and do this, that, and the third. But the more I think about it, yeah, we need to take advantage of the midfield. Mm -hmm. I could really see us playing more of a Mm 4-3-3, but flat, you know what I mean? Like... I don't I trust I trust Thomas Williams a lot. You know what I mean? And Poppy coming out of the press conference and saying that, you know, the natural replacement for when Johnson's out is <sighs> Thomas Williams. Yeah. So, I have a, I have faith in Thomas. Uh, clearly Oscar does. Mm-hmm. But you know who I have more faith in is Caesar. Yeah. Slide back. Be yep. able to slide in there and give him that help and allow us to get more players up the pitch mm-hmm. not to necessarily be aggressive because we've seen that when people are aggressive against Montreal it doesn't necessarily work out for them mm-hmm. but just to establish ourselves more higher up the pitch I feel like yeah. it's going to be imperative for us especially on the road yeah I think I, I agree um, and you say you trust Thomas Williams you trust Caesar. so then combine both of those together Maybe play a three-back. Let Caesar kind of slot back if we need it, like mm-hmm. we saw at the end of last game. Uh, at, at that point, we're doing exactly what I didn't want last year, which is literally playing all, well, more than all of our available center backs because mm-hmm. either Joao or Kyle Smith would then have to slot in there um, in one of the center back uh, positions. But, uh, yeah, I was totally against that last season. But then if we play a three-five-two and yep. try to control the midfield... Yep then I feel like we could see a decent amount of possession and control of this match. That was, we talked about it in the group chat earlier this week. Yeah, so those are the two ways that I want to see us line up. If we're going to line up in the four back, Mm -hmm. we need to take advantage of the midfield, make sure that we don't play super defensive. Let's, let's, let Caesar and, and Thomas do what we know they can do. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. They're going to make mistakes. But I have faith that both of them can see us out to get the three points in this match. And if we don't, the three-five-two is what I would mm-hmm. definitely like. You got anything? I also have faith in uh, Galese. Like, if mm-hmm. Thomas Williams doesn't make a mistake, what, seven out of ten times, Galese will be there, and he will make the save. So it's kind of nice to have a goalkeeper that will back up a young player if he does make mm-hmm. a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, this isn't me bashing Galese in any way. Um, but I don't think his form here has been the best we've seen. Not this season. this season. Absolutely. You know not. what I mean? I don't. I don't want this to like. I obviously best keeper that we've had statistically wise ever in the history of the club. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, he performed better in the international window when he went away for that than he has at this club at all this year. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested. I mean. And he's, but early, he still really hasn't had a bad game. Yeah, no. No, but he has. He isn't that, like, dominant goal stopper that we've seen here year in and year he's out. He's been Pedro Galese, but he hasn't been El Pupo. Yes, that's a, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah I mean, near normally at this point, 
we're talking about him as the best keeper in the league. You know what I mean? It's early. Yeah, he's still up there. Yeah, he's he's still up there, but he's not in that like top three conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yes, he's still up there, top five keepers in the league yeah. for sure. But he's not like last fighting for of, one. Yeah, it's the last couple of seasons. It's been like him and somebody else are like, that's it. Now it's a uh, Minnesota. I think it's Minnesota's keeper. Saint some some some. Oh, I can't even remember his name. He's had an amazing season. He's had a. Uh, What's his name over in Chicago? Slanita. Yep. Yep. He's having a great season. He's been good, too. Well, I think we got into the lineups a little bit. We're at a point where we have to cut, come back, get into the lineups, and then uh, give predictions, and we're out of here. Let's do it. Hey, Oscar. Um, it's been a, uh, a day of signings for you today. Um, after getting some money for the Chris Mueller deal, you uh, brought in Jake Mulraney, and now – uh, just as of six minutes ago, made Gaston Gonzalez official. I just wanted to get a, get your thoughts on uh, those two players, and uh, especially with Gaston missing the season, the the kind of loss of of him not being in your uh, future plans for this year. Right, we were uh, um, we were very excited on um, planning to have Gaston at this at this point of the season. Uh, a lot of work behind uh, that signing and um, now the scouting department, the effort from uh, the ownership and and everybody on just bringing a player that suits us very well in our game model. Uh, uh, so good prove us again and show us again that this is very unpredictable and as much as you plan and as much as you want to predict and things is uh, is always, as I said before, the new present that you have to face. And now we have to wait until he gets uh, his recording. That's something that we will support 100% as, a, as an excellent club and, and full of very good human beings here that want to support him. That we don't see them just as the soccer players, but as a human beings that are that need support so we're going to do that with Gaston and uh, Jake uh, is a consequence of uh, of this too I, I think uh, it's a player who has uh, those characteristics that uh, we need at the moment in the team also we, we see that his talent and uh, and culture uh, we'll adapt uh, very well to our team. So we're, we're happy. We're very grateful with this opportunity to have these two young guys. And uh, and with Jake, with someone that he knows the league also. So uh, look forward to make it work. Wait, are you the one? Yeah, you're the one that sent in the trade offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll go ahead and put that up yep. here. That was phenomenal. I said um, the uh, Fabrizio. Uh, knock off here we go yeah. uh, confirmed USA pulls off shocking trade with Mexico that nobody was expecting blockbuster mm-hmm. move yep um. <laughs> all for trophies all for trophies there we go hey so like you said we're gonna get into a little bit of lineups um, mm-hmm. Bryce you wanna go first oh, I wanna hear this one yeah that's why I'm, yeah. uh, I'm putting them on the spot alright let's get it uh well okay yeah. anyways here we go <laughs> that's, that's a four, three, three. lineup yeah. attack we're gonna have Gillespie goal. He's got the FIFA. FIFA. Yep. I love it. 
I mean, you gotta tell some people, you know. So, so a four two three or yeah, four two three one. No, 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 no. Literally, not Galatians. CDMs. CMs. God, yo, that's just homie. All right, <laughs> a team left back. Uh, <laughs> Thomas Williams at left center back. Schlegel at right center back. Juan at right back. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he can keep up his good form that yep. he had last week because we're gonna need this in this game. Um, I have Araujo at CDM, or yes, center mid CDM. I'm at Urso at the right CDM. Are you just reading the lineup from last game? Well, yeah, but nah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I want to have Torres at left. Okay. I want to have Pereira in the midfield. Uh-huh. And then I want to have Pato out right. Mm. And car up top. So four two three one like you told nah, me. Nah 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 eh, eh, eh. <laughs> I wanna see Urso attacking more in this game. Especially with their two starting CDMs yeah, you control out. The midfield. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I wanna see him okay. How about this? Pereira and Urso as like two number eights in front of Araujo. So a four three four three three, yeah. So that that's kind of similar to something that I was gonna put out there in the four three three. We're gonna have the same back line. I mean Schlegel. I'm sorry, Glaze Angle. Schlegel and Goal wouldn't be bad either, but yeah. Glaze Angle should. <laughs> he's healthy. He should be there. Moutinho at left back. We're gonna go. Thomas Williams gonna slot in there. Schlegel at the right, and Juan um, deserves to keep his spot after last week. Yep, that he does. So, moving to the midfield, we're going to do the three central midfielders. Um, This is where I've kind of been tossing things around in my head. Um, Mo has played a lot for us. Yes. We could take the opportunity to rest him and play Facundo in that false nine role. Especially with you know their central midfield being depleted, we could see those numbers. Yeah, it's not like he doesn't play as a cam every single game anyway. Right. So if we were going to see that, I would like to see Araujo at the six in the midfield. We would do Urso and I'd give Andres the shout there if we're going to run. Oh no! <laughs> I'd give Andres the shout there in that formation, especially with the two number eights like that. I think he mm-hmm. would do well not being forced to be a number 10 um being able to play off of urso yeah. and then top up top we would do um i would keep benji out on the left i would put Fukuno in that false nine and then pato out on the right but four if, two three false nine yeah. if yeah. not we would just keep the same lineup that he had but i would keep one number six in the mm-hmm. rambo two eights with Mauricio and Urso, yep. and then the same top three. Heard. Not a bad shout. Yep. So as I said earlier, I'm going with something that I was totally, totally against last season. I said it. I've said it for two years. This is where we're heading. Yeah. Huh? Gaston, we'll cheers to you next year, buddy. Um, well, I'm not going to drink while I'm trying to say this, but... Um. <laughs> that was good. That was funny. <laughs> Um, Galicia and goal is the obvious one. And the three back, 
I'm going to keep Kyle Smith out of the rotation. Uh, Joao is going to sit at left center back, then Schlegel in the middle, and Thomas Williams outright. We saw him uh, fill into that left center back role against the uh, nope, Red Bulls. Yeah, obviously, we can see the three minutes in. Can't just put that on him. It was just a terrible game. So we'll see him at right center back. Then the midfield as the five. I'm just going to have one CDM. Then it's just kind of going to be it's going to be four flat across. Araujo is going to be that one pivot, kind of play as Jorginho. And then out left, um, I think I'm going to put Facundo out there. The two midfielders are going to be Urso, and I'm giving Sebas a shout. I think we've all kind of we all kind of agree that Mo's played a lot. He's in really good form. Want to keep him that way. Don't want to let him get hurt and or just fatigued. Uh, so he's just going to rest, maybe come on in the second half outright. Um, you know, I'll give I'll give Benji the shout out, right? Said he hasn't had the best of seasons, but he's just kind of putting in the work. Last match was a good match for him. Yeah. So. Then up top, I'm taking Carr off and putting Pato up there. Carr obviously didn't have a great game last time. That was like half of our conversation last podcast. Mm-hmm. We haven't really seen Pato just up top. Uh, then I'm going to pair him. This is going to be... It's not going to happen. But may I put Sylvester up there? He's injured, you donut. Oh, he's he injured. Is. Thanks for smacking me with it. Um, then you know what? Young player of the year. Jack Lynn gets his first start. Oh, Definitely okay. not happening. So the, the formation is scuffed. The lineup is scuffed. Well, all right, here. Hear me out. So you still want to you still want to do the uh, the three back, right? Yeah. So another look that Chelsea's done is their five back with the two uh, defensive midfielders. Or I'm sorry, one defensive midfielder. They normally play that Jorginho there. Mm-hmm. No, it is. I'm sorry, it is two. What They'll do you play. Mean? It'll be like Conte Jorginho. But Conte gets way higher. Right. I mean, just. Lineup wise, you play Conte Jorginho, then you play one, one up attacking, top. yeah, and like then a you Kovacic. play two up top. So we, we yeah, run that two. same we run that same formation, your Facundo and Pato up top, right? Then you move into the attacking midfield, you give Mo the start, I guess, if you want to do that. Yeah. I'm you know, I'm just sticking with my Jacqueline. Yeah. Hey, there you go. I don't know. I want the kid to do well. Notre Dame grad. Uh, yeah, basically just scuffed lineup for me. Oof. I I just found out not but what hour and a half ago that Sylvester was hurt. It came out today. I'll give it to you. I really yeah, today. and I'm guessing it was in. Tra- it had to be. In tra- in, yeah, it had to be in training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I, mean, I guess all right. Terrible. So none none of us mentioned Mendez in this. Lineup. I literally have him in my starting eleven. Really? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I wasn't listening. To him. <laughs> um, I mean, he's kind of their dad with that goal last season. That's true. That's yeah. very so. true. Yeah, I mean, he's not in my lineup. Um, he could very well, especially with the four three three that I want to play. Mm. Be in there. Like like we said, we all agree that Mo needs some rest. I think, and we want to keep him in his best form. Um, he's obviously there as an option to come in the game and make the difference that we need him to if we do and all of our lineups do have 
coverage to where we're not going to fall down ridiculous amounts with, yep. you know, obviously Urso is a great box-to-box midfielder. Savas is a great box-to-box midfielder. Yep. So. Yeah, we have options. You always say it. It's not a bad uh, problem to have. We have yeah. good problems. Good problems. Finally. Only bad problem we have is we have yet to put it all together. Yep. It's always been one aspect of the game missing. And that's a scary thing to think about for the rest of the league is that we're sitting in the position that we're in right now and we have yet to play a complete game. So, Pretty much, yeah. I think the closest thing we saw was LAFC, but that was just that was something else. Um, don't think anyone could have... Oh, I think I almost came close to predict, predicting that match. Um, but we're going to move on to predictions for this match. Uh, I think away... We may be lucky to seal a point 2-1, mm-hmm. uh, but more realistically, going with the same score I went with last week is a 1-1. At least I said that on Charlotte Fan TV. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the same thing. Obviously, our road form looks good. We've beaten some pretty strong teams on the road, um, but it's a different animal. We're, we're down. It's going to be a sloppy game. I'm going to go 1-1. I, if we even score, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, if we control the midfield, we definitely have a shot. Yeah, no, for sure. But if we come out and sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe you shit should, with yeah. us. And there you if go. we come out with the maybe shit. We may shit to bed. What's Uncle Bubba going to say? 2-0. We're coming home with three points. Let's go. Who? Car is bagging a brace, bro. He's going to shut up every motherfucker. Ever to speak bad on his name. The Torres gonna have an assist. Ferreira's gonna have another assist. Thomas Williams is gonna shut down the, the motherfucker back line. What? Alright. Schlegel, they're gonna be a beast pairing. It's just gonna come out of nowhere. No one's gonna expect it. Galace is gonna have one or two good saves that we expect him to make. Have and we're gonna win 2-0. 2-0? Okay. Cards bagging up brace. I thought you said he was going to have a hat-trick. No. Well, definitely a brace. Cars bagging a brace. You can catch more of these takes from him Saturday live in person when we have our watch party against Montreal. Doors Mm -hmm. open at 3.30. Get out there early. Check out the Derby watch party. These are compliments of Tin Roof for the Derby. So shout out them. Make sure you guys come by, man, live podcast recording afterwards with the fan reactions included into it. We're going to we're gonna figure it out. He will be worse than this. Oh, 100%. Way $3, worse. $3 nah. seltzers. $5 this, tequila, you're done. This boy is You're done for. <laughs> but, listen. Deflect. Like we say Deflect. every single time, Tin Roof loves Orlando City. We love Tin Roof here at OC Fan TV and... They really want to make this a regular thing. Let's continue to show out every single time. Yep. Arcade games are going to be on. Bring the uh, Kingston's Cubs by. They can they can do their backflips as long as they don't hurt <laughs> themselves. <laughs> yeah. Not trying to be sued yeah, as Tim Roof. That's, uh, I'm, we're looking into liability insurances and stuff like that for the other thing that we're talking about. Love. Heard. Heard. Um, and that's definitely not something we want to happen. Nope. So backflips are not advised. Retract statement. Yeah. Backflips, we don't want to happen. We we do want you guys to keep up with our socials. You can find us on Instagram at OCFanTV, on Twitter at OCFanTV22. 
and uh, TikTok at OC Fan TV. Post all of our fan reaction clips there. Uh, Twitter is possibly the best place to find us for all of our stupid and or drunk takes. You got one more? I know oh, my camera's not probably on right dead. Now. Yeah. Um, two quick shout outs. Or, shout out to Logan. Every single week, um, coming through with some amazing content. Mm-hmm. Dude knows how to cut a promo. Yeah. Um, As that one guy said on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, he's the most electrifying man in Orlando City Entertainment, to quote The Rock. Showing out or the show not, not I can't even speak. He's kind of showing up uh, Evan Weston Miguel Gallardo. Yeah, for real. Um, and other shout out is the sailor captain guy. Yo. What? No Who? idea where you came from, lad. But come back next week. Who was that? <laughs> if anyone knows who that was, that, I would say tag him on Twitter, but I bet he does not have a Twitter or any form of social media. And uh, shout out Zach for always standing in front of the camera trying to get content, even when people keep walking past him, man. <laughs> I didn't put it in the video, but <clears throat> right when the game ended and there was like three like 25-year-old people walking up and I looked around there and they were looking and they were like pointing at us. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, come over here. Let's go, let's go. And they stopped right at the scooters right in front no. of us. And they didn't even say anything to it. That was the most embarrassing thing. Well, probably not the most embarrassing, but pretty embarrassing. Do you have that clip yeah. of us standing outside the stadium and hearing the chants and just over there just doing the the chant along What, me the just wall. standing there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's probably on my computer somewhere, yeah. Yeah, shout out to the two of us for having to leave at the 65th and the 70th yeah. every time and watch the red, end of the game on the uh, just to give you guys some free content. Hey, but Bryce has got to stay in there to make sure that we didn't miss anything. To make sure to clean up all the alcohol that was left behind. <laughs> I'll give that one more shout-out. Shout-out to those lads that stacked those cups Cup. for the past two weeks. Please keep that going. I know we're, we're running way over right oh, now. Oh, yeah, but... But I, I have a little bit of advice. I know it's a kid that, that walks around with the cups on the wall. But, like, we see these videos of people at other stadiums, and they stack it up, mm-hmm. up the... Uh, What's it called? Of the stadium. Up the, up the bleachers. So instead of the kid just walking around with a stack and then he's getting stopped by security, if we just send it all the way up the wall, and people are going to do it because, one, they're probably drunk. Two, why not? Just create the beer snake going up the wall, and then we'll get famous. Yeah, bud. And if you uh, if you do tune into our podcast and stuff like that, make sure to DM us. We want to wanna bring you on for a little interview to see how the, uh, the cup stacking started. Yeah, 100%. We always got cups for you, uh, and then we always have content for you guys. So we're glad you can keep we can keep bringing it to you, uh, but we're going to have to end this one here, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later.